1: welcome to tfl talking trucks podcast and nathan this episode is huge indeed it is because
0: there's news that hit and if you look at the context of what's going on with full-size pickups right now this is the golden era of off-road trucks so we wanted to build something for you guys And at the same time, give you some news that I think is pretty incredible.
1: Yeah, and of course, we are referring to the brand new 2022 next iteration of the Chevy Silverado lineup. But not just that, it's also the Silverado ZR2, which is the latest, kind of the most off-road worthy half-ton full-size truck from GM.
0: Uh, I just want to quickly go on record. As for the past, say, almost three years, two years, I've been saying that they needed to build this truck.
1: Well, you know what? Uh, I think some people were talking about this at, like, 2010 <laughs> yeah. when the original Raptor showed up. And, um, you know, GM uh, fans and, of course, uh, other truck fans said, GM, uh, where are you? Yeah, knock, knock, is this yeah. thing on? Yeah. yeah, I agree.
0: And... Um, So what we're going to do is uh, Andre is going to carefully construct something for you, and we're going to work our way up to talking through what is currently available, where the ZR2 sits in this, and then go into the news, not only the ZR2, but uh, from Chevy, and that is all in this podcast.
1: Yeah, I I basically want to build a pyramid. Yeah. But it's an off-road capability truck pyramid. So uh, carefully constructed and uh-huh. crafted, uh, because because dude, uh, when looking at this Silverado ZR2, it has different capabilities than some other trucks. Mm-hmm. Has unique stuff. May not have everything that everybody wanted. So we I, I really want to lay out exactly how it lands in the land of off road trucks. But before we do that, mm. we have to thank a couple of uh, people, several people. That's right. Patreon supporters at Patreon.com/slash/tflcar. And also, let you know that we have a new site called tfl-studios.com. Yep. If you
0: are confused, as I am, with (laughs) all the stuff that TFL Studios has been putting out, our seven channels, our four websites, our, our podcasts and everything else, there is now one place where you can get it all.
1: Yes, tfl-studios.com. It's basically kind of a feed for you. It's a web app. You can add the link to it on your phone. That's right. And if you're curious, what's the latest in the world of automotive? Not just trucks, but all automotive. Cars, bikes, you name it. Um, it's it's the place to be. Um, also, I want to uh, thank several supporters who recently uh, supported us with donations on patreon.com slash tflcar. Uh, there is Mark. There is Malachi Burke. There's Corey Hemorrhage. There's Esteban Stelplung. I'm loving you when you struggle, so keep it up. <sighs> these, uh, I'm <laughs> sorry if I mispronounced your names. It's okay. And, of course, uh, Jacob Malkin, uh, who recently supported us. Uh, we really appreciate it. Yeah, we It do. helps us build these shows and also build our videos for you.
0: Yeah, without your support, we wouldn't be here. So thank you very much. And to all of our viewers, thank you very much.
1: And listeners, too. That, too. Yeah. So, uh, dude, I wanna focus on the full size half ton segment. This is where the ZR2 Silverado is playing now. And it'll be it will be on sale next year. Right. So what you're going to do is you're going to build this pyramid, so to speak, by
0: starting with the sort of the entry level of of mid-size trucks. Sorry, not mid-size, half-ton trucks. Yes. uh, in terms of what they provide with four-wheel drive. And then we're going to go step by step and work our way to the very top of the pyramid. And somewhere in there is where this new ZR2 lies.
1: Yeah, exactly. And um, I've been thinking about this a lot. So let's define the ZR2, this new truck, first, because you may not have heard. I mean, you you may have heard. (laughs) It leaked
0: (laughs) everywhere. So unfortunately, we stayed in the embargo, but some people didn't.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, some of the information came out early before it was supposed to. But nonetheless, it's still uh, exciting off-road stuff. Uh, so, it's basically built on the same chassis as the Trail Boss. Right. So, the Chevy Silverado 1500 Trail Boss has been around for a couple years. Yep. Uh, TFL Truck has owned one.
0: Which was a great truck, by the way.
1: Yes, and we have many episodes, actually podcast episodes or videos uh, on TFL Truck and TFL Offroad, mm-hmm. um, talking about the new Trail Boss. Right. Uh, the Trail Boss we had had a 5.3 liter V8 with a 10-speed right. automatic, and we had zero issues with that.
0: It towed great. It went off road fairly well. It yes. did. It did everything we asked of it, and then
1: some, and absolutely no problems. And the ZR2 Silverado is based on that chassis. So if you're wondering, does the ZR2 has a different frame? Is it wider? Um, what is it like? No, it's the same frame, which is already very stout. Right. Uh, and actually, um, almost the same width. Uh, the ZR2 is a tiny bit wider. Uh, mainly due to um, some of the uh, offset in the wheel and tire package.
0: Which makes sense for off-roading, but it has a lot more going on than the Trail Boss.
1: Yes. So, namely, so, well, let's start with the tires because we mentioned tires. It has a slightly larger 33-inch, it's actually a Goodyear Wrangler Territory MT. Okay. That's a mouthful. Yeah, But basically what that means, it's one of the latest technologies in tires, mm-hmm. uh, obviously specifically made for this truck. Uh, this is a confusion that a lot of people have. For example, the Territory MT tire is also available from the factory on the TRX. Yep, You can order that. You can order it on a new Bronco. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody kind of thinks that it's the same construction, compound, tread, but it's actually not the case. All right. Um, uh, when I was talking to, we have a podcast about this. Mm-hmm. I talked to the people at Goodyear and they said, while well, the tread is the same, so if you look at the pattern, mm-hmm. the pattern is the same. Maybe the, some of the compounds and constructions may be different because different weights of trucks, different speed requirements of trucks. And also, dude, uh, GM told me the top speed of the ZR2, which I'll reveal later. Okay. That's worth waiting for. Yes. So the tires are new. Mm -hmm. They're larger than the Trail Boss. Yeah. Uh, But they're not 35s. What's up with that?
0: Yeah, I know. Um, And it's funny because they they look like they could be bigger without rubbing. But, I mean, that's just from one standpoint. Yeah. But they've been testing the hell out of this truck. And they feel that this size tire works best with this suspension and the fact that it has,
1: I'm going to say it, Front and rear lockers. Yes. (sighs) Front and rear selectable lockers. There's a button, two buttons for this. Yeah, they're electric, right? Yeah, yeah. So there's two buttons. The driver can choose either the rear locker or both. So Uh. if you're actually in a situation where you're a little bit dicey, you can hit the secondary button. uh, So you get equal power to all four wheels and it should help you um, get over a lot of stuff.
0: Just so you guys know, this is something that makes this vehicle extremely unique in this segment, and we will be able to circle back around and explain where it sits in this pyramid because of that.
1: Yeah, totally. And then also special shocks. Yeah, we that's cannot, right. We cannot ignore that. No,
0: not at all. And uh, remember, earlier on, and I've said this in more than one show, and I think you have too as well. Um, you know, the Chevy Colorado ZR2 was one of the most capable vehicles in its segment. It still
1: is. However, a lot of
0: us thought, well, why doesn't that tech work for full-size trucks? Well, guess what? Now it does. (laughs) Now it
1: does. (laughs) Because the DSSV uh, Multimatic spool valve shocks are now in this Silverado ZR2. And that, my friend, is
0: Formula One tech.
1: Yes. So basically, you're referring to the spool valve technology Uh because... Um, it's a little bit different than the shims and the kind of the piston that's in the regular shock. Mm-hmm. Um, similar to what Fox offers or Bill Stein. A spool valve is a little spring-loaded valve. Right. And basically, everything I understand from it, which is quite complex. Quite a lot, yeah. Um, actually. It's like six um, pages. It's, it's, it's actually easier for engineers to tune because it's very, very predictable in how it allows the shock to work. Mm. So that's what GM engineers were telling me um of course if you ask somebody else they may give you a different answer yeah, of course. Uh, but uh, it's basically easy to tune uh, fast development it allows them to develop the truck uh, better and faster and it also provides you know quite a lot of control off road and on road so It's
0: different than a lot of the, I like to call them programmable suspensions, where the driver can flip a switch and change the settings altogether Mm -hmm. from inside the cab. This is its own setting, am I correct?
1: Yeah, so the driver cannot control a valve like a Raptor driver would be or Or a TRX driver would, would do. So in those trucks, the Raptor and the TRX, um, the driver can select a mode, a Sport or Baja or, or Normal or right, a, right. Automatic mode, and the shock valve, the valve in there will be adjusted mm-hmm. according to what the driver specified. This is not it, but it's already tuned to do, you know, what they want the truck to do.
0: I wonder if that's a cost savings, doing something like this. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm sure that... Some people would say yes, and some people might not say yes.
1: Well, I don't think these are actually cheap shocks. I don't mean by B- cheap. B- yeah, I, I see what you mean. Right. Because uh, in the Raptor and the TRX, you're actually tying into the brain that's of exactly the truck, right? Yeah. And that's even more expensive That's exactly in a lot of ways. And, yeah. I, of course, I, I agree with that. Um, but, you know, these shocks are actually you know, aluminum body shocks. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're high quality. Um, to some extent, I think they're rebuildable. So if they wear out after, you know, after the life cycle, uh, technically you could try to rebuild them and, you know, get them brand new again. Yeah, replace uh, some of the Just like the it. Foxes are yeah. rebuildable and some of the other shocks. So it's a mm. very high-tech shock technology. Of course, we haven't driven it yet. Mm. And there is one more element that we don't know or have mm. is the price of this truck, ah. which would help us build the pyramid. But we will still build the pyramid. We're not
0: building a price pyramid, though. We're, we're, we're building yeah. a um, what I think you would call a, a capability
1: pyramid. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. Um, so this is the truck, and it's powered by a 6.2 V8. And
0: that's, that's the only way it comes right now. Yes,
1: and it's a standard 6.2. If they if you think they juiced it up somehow, they did not, they did not juice it up. It's yeah. 420 horsepower.
0: I mean, that's still pretty damn good. And it's one of the more powerful uh, V8s out there in its class that doesn't have you know a supercharger on it, but at the same time, I know a lot of fans out there are like, "Come on, what?" Well, we... <laughs> General Don't Motors do something else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you guys love superchargers. We know this from the past. So why not put one on here? And I would agree with you, but you know, I, there is something else to look at, and I'm hoping I'm right, which is this could be one of those trucks that really has good longevity and really good reliability, no matter how much you you know bash it, which. That's what I'm hoping, at least,
1: and a potentially attractive price. That's
0: another That's thing. What it we could don't know. be. Yeah. It could well undercut some of the competitors. Yeah. So I think we should move on to this pyramid. While yeah.
1: We're... So so imagine so the, this bottom level of this pyramid, the, the Which widest, is the widest, widest part, point. The widest point uh, contains the following. Mm-hmm. So I want to start with a Silverado Z71. Um, this is a kind of an off-road ready package that Silverados. Offered for decades.
0: Not just Silverado's either. Actually, a lot of other GM products has has as well, our Chevy
1: product. Even Tahoe's have these 71 packages. So
0: the the hallmarks of that is the G80 uh, mechanical... uh,
1: Not selectable locker. Not selectable locker,
0: which uh, works really well for the basics. But if you're serious about mountain crawling and whatnot, I would probably recommend a different truck because there's a lot of wheel spin that has to happen before it kicks in. This is from experience as good as that Trail Boss was that we had. That was one of the issues that I felt we had with it. So there's that.
1: Yeah, and it's uh, it's uh exactly we've showed this many times yes we have and I've, i think gm says you know the wheel has to rotate only like partial rotation mm. but often case that wasn't the case for us yeah um so the wheel usually uh, should uh in our experience would turn several times if it's losing traction and then the this locking mechanism would catch that right and send the power to to the other wheel hell
0: i even have that in my little red uh, chevy blazer which yeah. you guys are going to be seeing
1: in an in upcoming. upcoming series. Yeah, yeah. we can yeah. talk about it though. A few bucks less we call it. Yeah, that's all we can say. Yeah. Um so that's the Z71. It's got slightly different tires. No, it's no there's no suspension lift by the way in no, the Z71. No this is factory. It's just like
0: any other uh, regular truck, yeah. right?
1: Um, every, it's like every other Silverwater four-wheel drive. It's got a slightly different tire option. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got the G80, which is the locker. It has right. maybe a couple of skid plates that they add right. um, to it. And then, and then also cosmetic looks, you know, the, the stickers. look Stickers, yeah. Uh, some emblem stickers, maybe some interior updates. Right? Yeah, a so of So that's what GM and, and um, GMC has a similar approach. Right. Uh, they call it X31 for some reason. But, but that's a cooler
0: sound. <laughs> X-31 sounds like something from the 50s that's going to go and blow something up, man. Or like that's a cool. supersonic jet or that's something. That's exactly yeah. my point, yeah.
1: So uh, Ford offers FX4 and has for years and decades. Now that's what you have on your
0: truck, am I correct?
1: Yeah, exactly. Okay. So I actually own an F-150 FX4, uh, which is a 2021 truck that I re- purchased a few months back. And when I purchased it, I I chose it because it does offer a selectable locker. Mm -hmm. Which is cool. Which is pretty cool and usable and useful. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, all these trucks we're talking about have a four-wheel drive system with low range. Yep. Which is, I think, just the entry to this, right? Yeah, I agree. Um, And then FX4 also offers a couple additional skid plates. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And really, the latest iteration of four trucks, they give you an extra drive mode they call rock crawl mode, which is just kind of modifies the powertrain and the transmission and the traction control systems to offer you a little bit more control while you're crawling um, off-road. So that's all sounded cool to me. And it was mm-hmm. about, at that point, for this 2021 Ford, it was about a $1,000 upgrade. I think that's a pretty solid. And the Z71 yeah. is a similar type of upgrade. Right, uh, from package your regular From your me. regular truck. Right. So we're not talking big money here. We're, we're talking relatively small money.
0: Yeah, and if I recall, you have Pirellis on yours.
1: Yes, the new Scorpion ATRs. Yeah, look at you. But But they're not aggressive enough. Yeah. You've seen them, right? I yeah. mean, I mean, they're like all-terrain tires. Um, they're, not they're, all-terrain, all-season tires. They're, they're
0: all-season tires with a slightly more aggressive uh tread. And they're not big. No, they're, they're not. barely a
1: thirty-two, maybe a thirty-one. I was gonna say they're about a thirty-one. So, so yeah, so that's that's kind of where the, the base, base of the pyramid. Okay, so is. let's move
0: on to Ram. Then. Ram, mm. Ram
1: has a what they call off-road package. <laughs> it's, that's very yeah. creative, right? That's it. Off-road. It's it's they put the sticker that says off-road, and yeah. it's very clear. Um, so, Ram is doing a slightly, I guess, an, an, another take on it. Once again, a locker, mm-hmm. some uh, tires. You can select different tires uh, for that package. Uh, once again, a couple skid plates. Um, and then also, they they would give you like a one-inch lift as well. Right. So, it's part of this off-road package. Um, but once again, the tires are not very large. So, the truck almost looks like it's a little bit higher, but the tires looks a little bit smaller within that. Yeah. within that package. I'm
0: willing to bet if you talk to the guys at RAM, the people we know, <laughs> they'd say, well, it's because most of the people actually modify their vehicles right away and put on larger tires. I bet you that's what they'd say. Uh,
1: probably. And also they would say, but Andre, there is also different suspension options. There's air suspension option that you can right. choose, uh, which is height adjustable also and there's springs, the steel springs. Yeah. Um, so RAM is offering. So in that bottom of this pyramid, uh, I don't know, RAM off-road package, maybe like an inch higher than the FX4 and literally and figuratively. <laughs> um, it's just because it, it offers a little bit the, more suspension choices. Get
0: that, with that lift, it, it does yeah. give it one more thing that the other two don't have. Yeah. So what about, there are other players.
1: Yes, Nissan and Toyota. Yes. Hello. So Nissan Pro 4X, we've got to talk about it. We've had a long-term test truck, Titan Pro 4X. We all um, really enjoyed it, actually. That
0: truck... The only thing that all of us agreed with at the time was that it needed work was the transmission because it hunted gears, which they have fixed with the new nine speed. That had a seven speed. Right. But man, I took that truck off road. You took it camping. We I took it camping too. Mm-hmm. We really, really used that truck and it was excellent. It that package is great. I felt it needed a slightly higher lift, but what it gave you was a locker. Uh, did have armor and a lot of graphics. Yeah, um, and also a little a bit very, of interior. Uh,
1: I think the interior that stands up, up above some of the others that we just mentioned. Yeah, a little I bit. Mean, I mean, from an off road standpoint. From an off road standpoint, yeah. yeah, fair enough. I mean, it's just a little bit different.
0: Yeah, and it also had a really interesting camera setup for off roading, which I really liked, where it actually could focus on your outside wheel up front. So if you couldn't see what obstacles you were going around you can actually put bring this up on the screen that is part of one of their option packages yeah and it i thought was great and i did use it off road I'll be honest with you, though, it's 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 a little bit more of a gimmick than really something that you need. I mean, if you're good at off-roading, you know where your tires are and what they're doing.
1: But sometimes you forget, especially it, it, when it's, we're it's filming. cool, though. Yeah, when we're driving off-road and filming, sometimes we're focusing on what we're saying, and at least sometimes I forget what was in front of me. I never forget. <laughs> so that, no, uh, Nathan is uh, much better. No, but but... So I, I think it's in that same level of the pyramid, Yeah, kind of, you maybe mean, uh, next to the RAM. Yeah, I think RAM it's next up-road. to the RAM, because yeah. there's
0: a lot, they did a lot to give you that package. But with Nissan, that's as far as it goes.
1: Yeah, and also with Nissan, it's more of a premium feel. And it's yeah. a, little, a little bit more expensive, right? Yeah, it's noticeably so, more expensive. And if you look at their trim levels for the Titan... The Pro 4x is usually near the top. Right. You know, there's also the Platinum Reserve trucks that they have, which are luxury trucks. But the Pro 4x package for mm-hmm. Titan is usually also have a lot of uh, premium materials, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, built into it. Um, but it's not any higher than the regular Titan, which I think where they could improve. Uh, maybe in the future
0: yeah I, I i they desperately need to lift the newest one especially the newest one has one of the worst approach angles in its class yeah it has a
1: big skid plate but it, it is, just needs to be higher It just needs to be higher <laughs> yeah it, it needs about a two inch it's length, got I that think. chin you know the manly chin
0: it is a manly chin
1: but it needs a little <laughs> bit of a lift
0: so yes. what about toyota I And mean, there's a disclaimer here so go for it
1: yeah so toyota we cannot uh we we, we, we cannot talk about the next generation tundra Right, but we, what we do know is where the Tundra is now.
0: Yep, that's right, the current and, one.
1: And um, the, uh, the Tundra offers two off-road packages, actually. Mm-hmm. Which, um, so let's talk about TRD Off-Road. Right. This is, I think, at the same level where uh, the FX4 and the Z71 and some of the other packages we just described. That's where the TRD Off-Road package lives.
0: Right, and there's a reason for that.
1: Yeah, and because on the Tundra, this is a little confusing in Toyota land, because on Tacomas, they have different philosophy. The TRD off road is its own trim level. Mm-hmm. In the Tundra world, it's a package you add to another trim level. So you could, for example, you can walk up, you know, you could go to the dealer and say, I want an SR5 Tundra with a TRD off road package. It gives you, uh, once again, um, you know, tires, wheels. Uh, I think suspension tuning, and they have currently this limited slip system, right? Not a selectable locker. No, not. And we have complained about that for years, which actually works okay. It's just. I I, I, honest,
0: I think it's it's still the rear of the pack. I, you know, if you're serious about off-roading, you have to modify that rear. How end. would
1: you rate it against Z71? G80? So I would put it right up there with the Z71. I G, think that G80, yeah. yeah,
0: I think they're right there in the same capability. And what really bugs me is that you can make a Tundra sound amazing with that TRD exhaust package. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best sounding trucks if you get that package. Um, Yet, it'll just sit there and wallow until you, you know, flog it like crazy, which I love doing. But, you know, bash it and possibly break it by bouncing over rocks in order to make it do what other vehicles can easily do by locking the rear end.
1: Yeah, so this is the uh, bottom of our pyramid. This is the um, kind of the level uh, still, uh, affordable entry into off-roading.
0: Yeah, if you can find them on lots, which is really hard right now, um, they're, they're super affordable because they're trying to clear them out to bring in the new ones.
1: Yeah, and also they're affordable because you can combine like a more of a base truck mm-hmm. other than the Nissan Titan Pro 4X, which is a little bit more premium. Yeah, right? it is. Um, you can combine like a base trim like I have, an mm-hmm. F-150XL, right, which is a work truck with a fx4 package
0: and a so, couple little things on top of that yeah
1: so you can kind of make your own off-road vehicle and maybe add tires to it later right or maybe add lift kits to it later or something like that
0: but, but i've never heard of a toyota owner doing that Never, <laughs> sorry. dude i think
1: one the tundra's are prime candidates for this because the current tundra tier the off-road mm-hmm. they don't have very big tires i mean no, from I've, the factory
0: and i almost everybody in the denver region lifts them and then puts on like 25s no 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 massive wheels oh also like like bro trucks yeah bro trucks where they stick out like five (laughs) inches on the side and i've seen so many tundras like that Uh, but the thing it's a good truck to modify it's a solid truck i'm not trying to put it down based on the fact that it it lacks the off-road chops of some of these other trucks but there is a reality there but what is the other option
1: yeah so let's move up in the pyramid so now we're now we're
0: in the second level of the pyramid yeah
1: so we're going up and the pyramid gets thinner right yes. because uh there's not as many maybe as many players right, right. now so let's start with gm once again like uh-huh. we just did so the chevy offers now the uh trail boss and they have for a couple of years and that's the one we had yeah and why is it at the next level well i i think it's literally because of the suspension lift yep And they also give it uh, Wrangler Dura-Track tires, which are beefy, macho tires. It's,
0: I think, the best-looking version of a General Motors truck for off-roading next to another one that we're going to mention from GMC. Um, But I think it's really good-looking. It's the how do I put it? It, It's the most aggressive-looking, and I think it works with the new design that they came out with a couple years ago. And then on top of that, it's a good truck. I am still— absolutely boggled with the amount of reliability and capability and toughness of the truck we had and that was one of the few trucks i really was sorry to see go because it outstripped my expectations
1: and also the uh, trail bus and we'll mention the gmc 84 in a second Uh, Um, but the The trail bus also can be had in several different trim levels and engine packages. And this is what's really cool. Right. So it's also available as a custom. Mm -hmm. Uh, They call it custom, which is a little bit more simple and more affordable. Right. A way to get a trail bus. You can also get it with a 6.2 or a 5.3. And then soon in 2022, you'll be able to get it with a turbo, the 2.7 turbo. And that is part of the news that's coming up in the very near future. Should we mention this now? Because this Ah. blew my mind. Should
0: we, I think we should wait because it's it's kind of part of a bigger story.
1: Okay, so let's continue with off-road yeah, yeah. capability.
0: Can I get a diesel with it?
1: Uh, not now, but you will. Ah, okay, ah. so that's another part. Ah, yes. Okay. So, so engine options, trim level options on the trail bus. It's it sits higher. So why is that important? Well, clearance, right? Clearances are very important because it's the difference between dragging your skid plate off-road and really potentially damaging certain things right and actually moving over obstacles
0: if you were to look at the z71 that we recently mentioned and just from the front end you'd see that there's a huge chin spoiler on it that's for aerodynamics and for fuel efficiency it's not for off-roading if you look at a trail boss they yank that thing right off there and it is a much more capable off-roader just because of that one thing alone but also it has a beefier suspension setup
1: yeah, totally, and it has Rancher shocks, yes. you know, which is different from the Z seventy one package. That is correct, and that's why it's at the higher level. Mm-hmm. And right next to it is of course the Sierra eighty four that we alluded to, uh, because it's using some of the same components, the same suspension lift. By the way, it's a simple lift. Uh, it's using blocks for the leaf springs in the back, mm-hmm. and it's using the spring in the front. Right. right. Um, but the eighty four is just kind of a different look, right?
0: So well, there's a little bit more to it than that too. I mean, I mean, different packages, obviously more
1: expensive. Um, diesel engine availability.
0: Yeah, you can get the diesel with the And 18-4. you have been. Yeah. Yeah. And we've done it before and it's it's actually a pretty exciting truck. And uh, it's you know it's one of the few trucks my wife actually said was okay to buy and uh, before I said, uh, "Honey, this one's $62,000." Mm-hmm. Um yeah, it's very very nice inside. Uh, that's another thing that's part of this story with General Motors There's stuff about the interior But the bottom line is for me this truck is one of the nicest in its class It's not necessarily the most capable, but it does have suspension It does have good off-road tires and it does have good numbers for approach and departure.
1: Yes, so now we're moving to Ram mm-hmm. um, oh, Actually no Ford. No, Ford. Ford yeah. is next. Because mm-hmm. uh, we mentioned FX4 before. Yes. So so now Ford has come out and they're hitting dealers right now. It's been being. a while. It's been a while yeah. since it was announced. But the F one fifty Tremor. Right. So but there's a caveat here. Mm-hmm. I think this new tremor package is actually a little level higher.
0: Than the Trail Boss and the, trail the and the AT4. You know, I think I agree with you. I know where you're going with this, too. So yes.
1: let's put the Tremor just aside for just a second. Okay. And let's move on to the Ram Rebel. Okay. Where So where would you put the Rebel?
0: I, the Rebel is pretty close to the Tremor because the Rebel has a little bit more capability. You know, the the, the other two vehicles we were talking about, the uh, Trail Boss and the AT4, they don't have lockers either. They are G80s. G80s. Yeah, G80s. So, although there isn't there, no, never, anyway. um, So, the um, Rebel does have a rear locker.
1: Selectable, yes. It's selectable. And it's a little higher, it has a suspension lift like the Trailbus. Right, and
0: you can get a ton of different options with this truck in terms of powertrain.
1: Yeah, and also different suspension options, air or no air. Yeah. Um, and also remember that Rams are the only ones that offer
0: coil springs, as far as I know, uh, on all four corners.
1: Yeah. Um, so that's unique for the Rebel right. uh, c- currently as well. Uh, and I would put it still on the same level for this reason, next to the Trail Boss and the 84. Mm. It's because it does not have a limited slip in the front. So, the Trail Bus doesn't. Yeah, that's
0: right. The Trail
1: Bus doesn't. The 84 does not. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rebel does not. Um, and for that reason, it, although it has a larger tire, so the tire is approaching a 33 already on the, on the Rebel. Right. Uh, it's got good clearances, fairly good clearances. Uh, skid plates are there. Mm-hmm. So, it has a lot of the great things. Uh, it just doesn't have this additional traction aid um, that some other trucks may have.
0: Now we had one of these as well um, that had the five point seven. Exactly with the e torque. Yeah, I was about to say we yeah. had the e torque, which I'm sorry, it was kind of useless, I thought. But uh, and we gave it a lift and we changed a few things. And honestly, I, I felt it was better without the lift uh, in terms of ride and handling. But regardless, that was a pretty good truck. There were a couple minor issues, but it was still very solid. And we took it off road a lot.
1: Yeah, we did. We, we had it for over a year, yeah. so we beat on this truck, and it was very reliable. And we towed heavy, heavy loads with this. It was a
0: good tow truck. Yeah, yeah. It, we actually, took it to SEMA.
1: It was at SEMA. Yeah, we, yeah. Did. we did take it to SEMA. We didn't bother watching it when we took it there. Yeah, it, it was with permission. Yeah, uh, we agreed. Yeah. Uh, we're working with Shell Rotella. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, so then I think Nissan was was kind of on the lower rung. Mm-hmm. So uh, at this level, un- unless they give the Titan a lift. I wouldn't put the, uh, the Titan at this level anymore.
0: I, I got you. Yeah, and I agree with you. Would you the, agree? Yeah, the, they need to now go to the next level. Call it the wizard. I don't care what you want to call it. X. Uh, oh, no, no, no. Double,
1: uh, warrior. Co- warrior, there you go.
0: Call it the warrior package. Call it the warrior package. Give it a lift and, and be a little bit more aggressive with it. And then suddenly it'll compete in the higher level. There you go. There yes. Yeah, you're welcome, Nissan.
1: So, and then Toyota has this next level, I would right. say. TRD Pro. Uh, they currently offer it. They're planning on offering it in the future. Uh, they even teased it, right, for right. the next generation truck. So TRD Pro, what does it give you? Uh, well, it gives you special shocks, you know, Fox, uh, internal bypass. Not adjustable, not driver adjustable, though. Right. Uh, just I- uh, internal bypass uh, with a piggyback reservoir. So, so a little bit more of a high-speed package. Mm-hmm. Um, ca- can be used at higher speeds right. off-road, and desert running, dune running. Uh, etc. And um, it still has um, traction, um, limited slips. So it does not offer lockers.
0: Yeah, that kind of guts me considering what it is. That's a shame.
1: And, And still not very tall. No. So so it's kind of floating in this weird area on the second level of the Pyramid where it's got a really cool suspension system, but it's not lifted and doesn't have big tires. I would actually
0: put it next to the AT4 and the um, trailboss.
1: Okay, yeah. so this is on the level yeah. here. <clears throat> so let's step up another level. Yes.
2: Now this <laughs> and this is where, this is
1: where the be. Tremor... This is where the newest trucks, I think, are living. Okay. Right? Yeah. So... Um, Let's start with the tremor, the F-150 tremor. So what is, the, what is this truck, right? So they gave it actually a suspension lift mm-hmm. from the regular FX4. So we mentioned FX4 already, yeah. right? Um, so the tremor gives it a slight lift, a larger tire option, which right. is, I think is a 33, but aggressive tire, really nice, really nice all-terrain tire. Aggressive graphics, too. Aggressive graphics. Um, <laughs> it, it starts at a higher price because it's only currently available with the 3.5 Boost. So, they're not giving you engine options right now. They're saying if you want the F 150 Tremor, you have to buy it, first of all, as a crew cab only right. with, a, with a shorter bed. And then only the 35 EcoBoost is the only engine option, which is still really powerful. It's,
0: it's one of the more powerful. Yeah, engines. but it makes it a
1: little bit more expensive, right? Yes. And then, of course, the rear locker is still there. Mm-hmm. And then they give you a Torsen, which is basically the same limited slip, mechanical limited slip device. That's in the Raptor. Correct. Now we're talking about something
0: that has a lot more off-road capability. Yeah. All these other trucks we've mentioned, they all kind of sit in the same ether. This is something else because now you have a front end that is able to help drag you out of a situation instead of just having one wheel constantly spinning. Uh, That is if you're stuck and I've been stuck many times. So between that, the suspension lift, uh, additional armor too, am I correct?
1: Yeah, uh, actually the different chin, so they mm-hmm. removed kind of some of the spoiler, right. uh, lower spoiler on the truck and gave it a big aluminum skid plate. Right. So it looks different too. Yeah, it does. Uh, and it's got this, uh, the, their latest orange accents, right? They put li- little orange lines through the grill. There's graphics on the side. The interior is l- also has uh, orange um, accents, Right. so it's a little bit special. Um, And also, they gave it a lot of software. So they gave it the latest uh, crawl mode, Mm -hmm. uh, trail assist, which is a crawl, um, off-road crawl control, um, speed control, basically, where you only steer. And they also gave it um, one-wheel drag, you know, so you can make... You can make a tighter turn, Yeah, and, which
0: is really cool. Um, not a lot of people are doing this, but I think that slowly other uh, automakers are starting to look at this as something that is going to go into future tech.
1: Yeah, so like the older 200 Series Land Cruisers did this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the new Bronco does this. Right. So they gave that feature to the Tremor which is kind of a more techy because it's using brake system, right, uh, to modify yeah, you know? it.
0: Yeah, it's not mechanical.
1: Uh, right. And, and then also um, they gave it a one-pedal driving, which is like the, old, the latest craze. Mm. Uh, yeah. And I'm not, I'm not sure why necessarily it's the latest craze, but it's basically like if you're, if you're in the one-pedal drive mode, if you push down on the accelerator, you go a little faster, normal. Mm-hmm. You lift off of accelerator and the truck starts to brake for you. So it's almost like you don't have to two-foot it, which is all the fun, right? It's, well, it's not necessarily. It's
0: creating resistance. And a lot of off-roaders do like the fact that when they're going off-road and they're climbing over these rocks slowly, as they're accelerating to go up the rock, they take off the accelerator and they slowly go down the other side of the rock, and the truck will automatically do it for them. I wouldn't personally do that. Uh, I would rather <laughs> be in control. But there are a lot of people out there who would like that.
1: Well, and I think um, it's getting to a point where the computer systems in the truck are know a little bit more than the driver at oh, this point, well, oh, we, because they yeah. know, you know, the torque converter lockup or, you know, what gear you're in, etc. So right. they, they, they kind of know the the truck knows what it, wh- where it's at as far as like the internals mm-hmm. of it. Um, and of course, the driver just wants to get somewhere. Right. Uh, that's what we want to do. Yeah. So. So. So that one-pedal driving is now also available on the ZR2. Uh, so ah. Yeah. Well,
0: is there anything else before we... There is one more track before we get to the ZR2. Am I correct?
1: Well, so if we're at this third level of mm-hmm. this pyramid already, right. and the tremor is, like, crossing into it, Yeah. the F-150 tremor is crossing into it, and then I think the only other thing that we could put on this third level of the pyramid is the... Ram Rebel GT, GT. There so it is. it's the latest, it's the latest Ram package. Um, Just about
0: co- two months ago it came out? Or yeah, it less? came out
1: in um, at the Chicago Auto Show. That's a fact. Chicago Auto yeah. Show. Yeah, and we have a video about that mm-hmm. on our TFL Now channel. Uh, GT, I don't think it offers you necessarily more off-road capability, uh, but it does offer you um, kind of a visual package, also exhaust and intake systems.
0: Yeah, but so- there's one thing that's the most important part.
1: Console shift. Yes,
0: be? thank you. Okay. I, yeah. Maybe
1: off-road pages. Also. Oh yeah, you know,
0: it's got the uh, all the gauges. So, so what they did was they took the uh, Ram Rebel essentially, and they grabbed a couple components from the TRX and yep. they kind of, sl- yep, and they just kind of slapped them on there. Because there are a lot of people who are like, look, I can't spend eighty or ninety grand and buy a truck to go off-road. I really want one of your trucks. Can you give me something in between? And I think that's exactly what they did.
1: But I think uh, they could have done more. Well, of they could they have couldn't. put well. They could have put a six-four big big Hemi, a- a- and it's as an option, a, I think they should have done that. Yeah, GT. It just kind of fits. I mean, like I don't know what you call it. Gran Turismo, Gran Touring, Grand Touring, or Gran, or, Grand right. Grand something. Mm-hmm. Um, they could have put a bigger engine than that. But I'm sure regulatory requirements or some other component. Requirements may have prevented or them Or maybe from. they were
0: worried about eating into some of the uh, TRX sales. Mm. Mm. I do rub my chin in contemplation. contemplation It's a new word. Thank you. Um, <laughs> the, the, the most important part for me is the fact that uh, a lot of consumers out there really did want some of the goodies. I, I remember the people yelling and screaming about this. I really want this TRX. I cannot afford this TRX. What can you give me? And I think that this is their answer. And I think it's a pretty intelligent one.
1: Yeah, and so so now you can kind of tell um, as we're building this um, um, pyramid, uh, you can tell like the, what's the best off-road truck. Right. I mean, that's that's where this is. Now going. we're
0: referring to packages, not necessarily driving, because we know that some of these trucks drive different than others, and we're fully aware of that. But this is on paper what you would see in terms of what they offer, what you can buy,
1: and and also the, you know based on our experiences because we've basically driven every truck we just mentioned other than some of the newest ones. That is correct. uh, That are just coming out uh, on the market right now. Um, So I I think the Rebel uh, GT and the um, the F-150 Tremor, they're kind of living on this next level by themselves, really. I agree. Uh, Because Nissan has, you know, we already talked about this. TRD Pro is on the lower level still. Um, Now, Mm -hmm. where do we go from here? Well, uh, now the,
0: the, the pyramid gets a little Uh Yeah, uh, it, Another it, word I invented, scroody. Wow, oh, what's it, wrong with me today?
1: <laughs> it, it's getting, instead of a pyramid, it's getting into a tower. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's building into a...
0: Yeah, it goes gets up. narrow and just goes straight up from so there. So I
1: think what's next, really, is uh, this ZR2. Yes, I agree 100%. Uh, so why, so what, what do we mean? All right, so two lockers. Uh, no other truck we just mentioned, or will mention in this segment, have front and rear selectable this lockers. This is
0: the only truck in its class that's, in terms of all half-ton trucks, that has front and rear
1: selectable lockers. And we're not talking about mid-sizers, we're not talking about nope, heavy duty. We're just talking about yeah. half-ton trucks. Yeah, so that's already is adding an additional level of control, a different additional level of capability to this truck. Um, so, that's it's already putting it up another level right right it's already there uh like we mentioned additional ground clearance bigger tire package is a 33 Mm -hmm. uh, right skid plates it looks better i mean it looks different than another like trail boss yeah it doesn't
0: look like the trail boss well a little bit you know but it's got red tow hooks
1: right (laughs) it's got red tow
0: hooks it's really noticeable It, it has the new and and remember this is the new chevy silverado so there's a slightly changed face yeah a redesigned grille with the flow through uh what should we call it bow tie -tie. uh i I know i their jargon is sticking in my head which is unfortunate but it looks a lot different when you put it next to the trail boss you know visually
1: and it really has if you look at the paper numbers um, the 31.8 degrees of approach on this new Silverado ZR2 really is best in class, and I double checked. Mm. I was I was I was poring over the numbers like I always do. Yeah, and I was checking into it, and the Raptor on 35s has a 31 degrees of approach, and so does the TRD Pro Tundra. Mm-hmm. This is a little bit more than that. It's approaching almost the Raptor on 37s, right? Uh, which is the next truck uh, we will mention. Yes. Um, So this is incredible clearances, uh, really good ground clearance, 11.2 inches. Mm -hmm. Um, And special shocks. Let's not forget, you know, um, very capable shock and suspension system. Now,
0: I I know that some of you are saying, yeah, but it doesn't have a supercharged engine. It does does have the 6.2 liter V8, which is pretty substantial. And now we're going to, you know, after this truck, obviously we're moving up to the ones that have... A different type of induction. Um, and before we get to that though, there are a couple other things. Do you know about the interior? Is there an upgraded interior with this one?
1: Totally. So let's just uh, mention a few other Silverado updates because that's another huge news, right? So uh, uh, LT and above. So it, it goes WT, which is Silverado work truck, mm-hmm. then custom, and then LT. And over LT, there's the majority of the Silverado trucks, right? right. LTN and above are getting a all new interior because that was one of the main, uh, one of the complaints from the customers, right? Okay. Give us a new interior, give us, you know, more tech, give us all this stuff, and uh, Chevy is delivering this. So, redesigned the interior. They now have a 13.4-inch horizontal I believe in, uh, that's screen. biggest
0: in class, right? Currently,
1: yeah, currently the biggest in class. They have a digital um, gauge cluster, which is like 12.3. I think, which is uh, also one of the uh, largest uh, uh, in class. Once again, yes. Uh, of course, the Z72 is more premium. It has a heads-up display. Mm-hmm. Has all the tech that you ever want in an off-road truck, um, and also different materials.
0: Yeah, I'd say on top of that, though. I mean, we're talking unique seats with stitching and all that stuff. I mean, you know, yeah, a little uh, bit
1: more bolstering. Yeah, uh, I actually sat in it. I was very fortunate. Um, a Chevrolet uh, flew me out to Los Angeles and I actually was able to get in I w- and I never drove it, but I was able to get into the new Silverado ZR2, I crawled around it, under it, we have a video about this on TFL truck. Yes, we do. Um, so I was very fortunate and I saw the interior in person and it was still, you know, a pre-production model so mm-hmm. some of the plastic uh, components were not f- production finished right? Uh, as you would see sometimes in these trucks. But mm-hmm. the soft materials, like the dash was soft, the upper door cards were soft, mm-hmm. um, all the things that we always asked for. Uh, I think they really went, and it also has paddle shifters. In fact, the zr 2 has little little paddle shifters, which is kind of a little I, fancy thing.
0: Yeah, it, it is. Although uh, some people will swear by them off-road, saying that having paddle shifters, being able to you know keep it in first gear and whatever. I don't think it's that hard to reach down and actually hit something that's you know
1: and it has the new um electronic console shifter which i'm not sold on okay and uh, i want to see when when you first get in it in in a couple months i want to see what you think about it it's you know some of the cadillacs what they had was it's a stock on the console Mm -hmm. so it's between the driver and the passenger but it's just you kind of move it you know up for reverse and like down to drive yeah and but it's it's not a mechanical feeling, mm-hmm. you know. It's like click 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 click. So that's the shifter that's currently available. Really in the ZR2. Mm, I'm already not lo- loving that. So it's not a column shift. It's not a rotary dial. It's not a push button. <laughs> yeah, that, that's uh, so, that's good. So it's something else. So they're they're kind of. I think they're going there because of some of the semi-autonomous technologies that they're also adding. Mm-hmm. You know, where the truck will eventually drive itself. On highways so and other areas, this
0: system may work well with something that you can plug into it and telling it to go backwards and forwards. Pro- potentially, essentially, potentially.
1: Yeah. So, so, so it's the next iteration. I'm not in love with it. It doesn't have that mechanical feeling. I, yeah, that, uh, that, that I hate it that I everybody want. has
0: to reinvent the wheel. But that's a whole different uh, podcast, isn't it? Okay. Yeah.
1: So, but it, it's it's at this higher level. Um, uh,
0: now I'm looking at it, and the lights look interesting. Are there additional lights for off roading?
1: So there's little vertical. Um, I see these little tiny ones. Little vertical uh, fog lamps near the lower tow hooks. Yeah. And there's little marker lights right next to the main headlight that are horizontal. hmm But notice it's not a wide-body truck, so no. it does not have orange markers. So no, it doesn't need them because legally it it's doesn't not legally need them. Right. And it's and that's and it's pretty obvious because if it was a direct Raptor competitor. You know it would have potentially extra power it would have a wide body it would have the marker lights it would have potentially you know more travel suspension travel it may have larger tires so it's not quite for that reason i think it's not quite at the raptor level
0: i i agree um and and there's i bet you some of you guys are gonna be on this page and some won't uh, having a wide body vehicle as awesome as they look and and as awesome as they perform in certain environments, they're also not great on narrow trails. So something or a like Walmart parking lot or a Walmart parking lot. So something like this might be um, you know up your alley if you're looking for something that's a little bit easier to maneuver around you know tight trails. Look, I, I God only knows how expensive it's going to be. I have a feeling it's going to be a lot less expensive than a Raptor. Uh, but it's still something that I know a lot of you guys are not want, you know, you don't want pinstriping added to it off-road. Mm-hmm. I think that this size might be sort of the sweet maybe spot. Maybe just right. Yeah, yeah, it might be the sweet spot.
1: Yeah, maybe. Uh, so obviously we'll have to wait to drive it and yeah. see exactly, exactly how it feels. Um, and so Chevrolet also updated um, some of the grills on the rest of their lineup yep. for Silverado. So all 2022, which come out later in the year so right now it's a little confusing because right now they have something called 2022 limited mm-hmm. silverado which is basically the current generation continuing into the next model year just a little bit so it's like a half year almost right and then the 2022 proper which is what this is the zr2 and the rest um will have a slightly different face the redesigned grills they redesigned headlights redesigned interior and uh, something they did to the 2.7 liter Straight four turbo. What the heck is going on there? Should we go
0: there or should we finish the pyramid and then go there? I think that perhaps we just... Uh, I'm yeah,
1: sorry. let's
0: continue. Let's continue yeah, the pyramid. We're on a I'm tangent sorry. here. No, I'm no, sorry. No, no. I'm so excited. Yeah, uh, uh, there's a lot more with the Chevy. We'll get back. We're going to circle back to Chevy once we finish this. So next on the ladder, of course, is the Raptor.
1: Yeah, I would say so. And this is controversial, probably. Mm. This is where you guys are probably going to be writing us mail, mm-hmm. messages, uh, texts. Send Um, them to Andre, please. uh, Because now we have to decide, uh, Raptor or TRX. Basically, we're in the stratosphere of off-road capability here. Um, So I would like to put the Raptor next. Mm -hmm. Um, So here's why I just drove the third-generation 2021 Ford Raptor on 35s Mm -hmm. and 37s. It's improved over the second gen, I, I would say. It has a redesigned suspension. It's got coils in the back. It's got the new interior, too. It's got a new interior from the new truck. It's very luxurious, very comfy and nice. It's also more expensive. (laughs) It's also more expensive. Uh, The Raptor currently starts at 65 with destination Mm -hmm. just for the 35 tire package, 35 inch tall tire. If you want the 37, which is the first factory truck on 37s, which is a huge deal. Yeah. Uh, Ford just went all out on this one. They say it's $7,500 more, but currently they also make you choose a premium package, so it's almost like $15,000 more. So uh, if you see a Raptor on 37s, the new one, this is a premium, premium truck.
0: And there's like mechanical reasons for some of this too, right? I mean, they didn't just simply slap on larger tires. No,
1: because we're getting emails like this too, we're like, Oh, so can I buy a 35 and go to my corner store and slap on 37? You're welcome
0: to do that. Yeah, you're,
1: you're more than welcome to do that. It's your truck. You paid your money for it. But uh, what Ford had to do is actually they redesigned some of the geometry. The shocks are different. Yep. So they didn't just say, Oop, let's swap tires. So the Fox shocks on the 37 Raptor are different than mm. the 35. It has different specs because of that. The 37 Raptor gives you more ground clearance, a little bit less articulation um, because of the tire is so much larger, basically. Different top speeds. Yeah, I was about to ask that, yeah. Yeah, and I also know the top speed for the uh, ZR2, which we can mention. Um, Different top speeds. Also, uh, they put the 37 spare on the Raptor underneath the bed where it usually is. Mm -hmm. But they had to redesign some of the frame and the hitch, and some of the...
0: Just so they could stuff that big tire in there, yeah. right? Yeah, so it's
1: not as simple as just, boop, you yeah. know, as it's just, you know, swapping so, which, tires. And that explains one of the reasons
0: for the price increase.
1: Yeah, and of course, also you get some of the tech upgrades, right. interior, different interior materials. So it's a more premium vehicle uh, from that standpoint. So it's not as simple as just swapping tires. Right. Oh, the other difference is the wheel offset is different. Mm. So you cannot really take a 35 wheel, mm-hmm. uh, which is a 17, um, go to the s- store, have them swap tires and put it on there, it will rub because the offset needs to change a little bit. Uh, so the, the width of it. Yeah. That makes sense. So, so there's a lot going on actually underneath.
0: Okay. So we, we you guys know that uh, Andre's had a lot of exposure with the new Raptor. And he's had an opportunity to drive this vehicle. And in his own words, he's, you know, said it's improved. And it is an amazing truck already. The new improved one adds to that. However, and I agree with you, Andre, the top of this pyramid has to go still to the TRX. If nothing else, just look at what it says on paper in terms of engine performance and its overall performance out in the wild. It's just a step above.
1: Yeah, and this is also gets down to the uh, suspension systems, mm-hmm. the shocks. Um, the TRX using Bilstein Blackhawk E2s. Right. It's a fancy name. Uh, the Ford name for their shocks is a Fox 3.1 system now, which mm-hmm. is basically a slightly larger exterior body, mm-hmm. uh, which is about 3.1 inches. Um, and then, of course, the stroke, you know, the, how tall the shock is, it's almost the same in both trucks, yeah. but the technology inside them is quite different. They're both adjustable by mm-hmm. the driver. Yes, they are. Right, so the driver can push a button uh, or on the screen make a selection, drive mode selection, and adjust how the valve is reacting and how the shock is reacting. Right. So both of them do that, but you know, if you look on paper, the Bilstein may be a superior shock, mm-hmm. and of course, there's going to be. Fox people and Bill Stein people fighting right, and sending me letters now as well. Yeah, um, but because it has effortless power, and you don't need a lot of power off road. Let's face it. You, but, yes you do, but but in the daily day-to-day driving, if you ask me, because Raptor has, adi- I would call it adequate power. Oh. it accelerates well. It you know it's
0: it, well before the TRX. It was one of the fastest trucks we've ever tested. Yeah. and then the
1: TRX reset their expectation that is correct it just reset everybody's brain it's 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 a monster
0: yeah and it has a little bit more presence one of the things that i really did enjoy driving it you know driving by the house and all that type of thing is the fact that it has one of the most outstanding exhaust notes ever I know it's not important to everybody out there, but it it just helps with the thrill. It's kind of like owning a Harley versus, you know, a Honda or whatever. So there are a couple things that kind of place it just a hair above the Raptor. Now, we still need to do a a side-by-side comparison. With the new Raptor. With the new Raptor. Absolutely. And preferably on 37s, because that's the one that everybody's, you know, aiming for. Yeah. But... And, and yes, I know some of you are out there saying, but there's another Raptor that's coming out at some point in time. We hear about, you Raptor know, R. Right. We can't talk about that because we just don't know.
1: Yeah, Forth hasn't released any specs other than that says R uh, yeah. on the end of it. So it's a pirate. R. Yeah.
0: No, but, so when that comes out, then yeah, if we need to redo this, we will. Until then, we think that if you look at this, you know, objectively, the TRX still sits just above the Raptor.
1: And it also sits above the Raptor in price, mm-hmm. so you're getting extra capability, extra power, a little bit less efficiency, of course, yeah. because it's a thirsty big V8. It is thirsty, uh, supercharged engine in the TRX, and it sits above it in power. It starts at seventy-two thousand, not sixty-five, like right. the Raptor. Uh, the TRX can be optioned well into the ninety-thousand-dollar-plus territory uh, before even markups. Um, and the Raptor may have markups too, mm-hmm. uh, but it starts between, you know, 65, like I said, and about 83. Uh, that's kind of the most expensive Raptor that you can currently build. Right. Um, as far as MSRP is concerned. So I think that's our pyramid. So it was kind of fat at the, about the bottom, mm-hmm. quickly got pared down, and then became like a tower.
0: Another way to look at it is if I'm on the bottom and I have Tommy on my shoulders.
1: Yes, that's how, that's, that's how it shaped. looks. Yeah, that's how it looks. So so i think i hope i hope this gives you a little bit better like if you're buying a new truck like how much capability do you want versus you know what kind of pricing you, you you want
0: and on top of that it also tells you where we think the new chevy silverado zr2 is going to fall into this pyramid so it sits below the trx and the raptor but above everything else
1: and i would uh, based on everything we know i think that's a solid solid uh, that's a call. solid place yeah. and
0: especially if they can make this a value proposition where it's just a little bit more expensive than say a fully equipped trail bus then we're talking about something that could be pretty remarkable could be you know it may it may not it may be too damn expensive who knows
1: so the yeah the zero two they said it should be out in the spring of 2022 so we're talking still several months away so it's not going to happen immediately probably Think about like April, May, if everything works out. Yeah, of course, and, you know, delays, chip shortages. Delays may happen, things. right? Right. But, but that's their goal. Uh, that's one of their goals. And then now we can talk about the two seven, right? Yes.
0: Now let's talk about. We're going to shift gears here. Ha <laughs> I said, I said ha. Yes.
1: Um, and
0: we're going to talk about the rest of what's going on with Chevrolet, which is pretty impressive. Yeah. Motors, I should say.
1: Yeah, and but we we heard about this in the Silverado first, mm-hmm. so. Uh, they have upgraded their 2.7-liter straight-four, turbocharged engine. So a couple of years ago, this engine came out. I was fortunate enough to be one of the first to drive the prototype. Yeah, you actually okay. got to
0: go to the proving grounds. Too. Yeah,
1: I went to the proving grounds with GM and Milford, and actually they said, "We're not going to tell you what the engine is. Drive it and tell us later." And I drove it, and I thought, you know what? It feels like a like a small turbocharged engine. It didn't. I didn't hear the turbo. Uh, it just felt like the power delivery was a little bit more uh turbocharged they said and i said is it a two liter because remember like the equinox used to have a two that liter that's correct uh, and they're like no 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 no. it's a 2.7 liter so it's mm-hmm. a large displacement four-cylinder and but it kind of blew everybody's mind because this is the first four-cylinder engine in a full-size truck well you know if ever, in a long time. Uh, in, um, in, a, in a long time, I would say. Since can... the Second World War or something. <laughs> well, I mean, um, it's
0: forged aluminum. It is, you know, it's got a lot of tech. This is not what you'd call wimpy little, you know, 2.7 liter you know engine that they threw in there. This is a high-tech engine that they threw in there. However, at the time, and we did drive, we've tested a few of them, and they've been pretty good. But they didn't really blow our socks off.
1: Right, so 310 horsepower. Mm-hmm. They kept that power number actually. Yeah, but, but then they and they actually show this. They um, reinforced the, the kind of the block itself, right? Yeah, and the crank too, right? Uh, and the crank. They reinforced the crank. They they redesigned the engine slightly um just made it beefy and they said they used some of the learnings from the diesel technologies Mm -hmm. because diesel engines have higher pressures higher internal pressures yeah and they have to be overbuilt a little bit for that so they kind of tried to overbuild this engine as well yeah Um, and it's very high tech it has cylinder deactivation it has variable valve timing it has this like fancy turbo uh, uh, dual volute i think they call it where it kind of helps us spool up faster Mm And then they gave it 420 pound feet of torque, 420 pound feet of torque. Now,
0: if you want to put that into perspective, here we go, because that that number blew me away. I had to look several times to make sure it wasn't a misprint that is more torque than a standard 5.7 liter Hemi. V8 that is more torque than both the 2.7 and 2.3 liter Ford EcoBoost engines EcoBoost engines and those are already turbocharged it
1: is absolutely it's, astonishing it's more torque than a Nissan V8 yep it's more torque than a Toyota V8 yep it's uh, I can't wait to drive it i mean is it it sounds like a Torquey diesel that has more horsepower because usually diesel engines are not really high on horsepower. Right, but they have a ton of torque. torque. But this is like a combination of both. It has low end torque, which is a great amount of it. Yes. Uh, and and still 310 horsepower. Um, and they're putting it in a trail boss. So for 2022, it'll be, I uh, believe, yes, a base engine in the trail boss. It will be also uh, in the rest of their lineup. So it's going to be like their workhorse engine, and it will tow up to like 9,600 uh, pounds. And This
0: is a four-cylinder engine, and we've already proven that with the previous version of this engine, that was really efficient. We had a fairly stripped-down four-wheel drive um, Silverado with that engine. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about two years ago? I think. Yeah, it was. we Iked
1: it. We put it on the ike gauntlet. We yep. did the fuel efficiency test with it. And it was it, it yeah. worked quite
0: well. So. With this extra torque I'm really curious to see how it performs and remember we're at high elevation so turbocharged engines tend to do much better up here than your average you know standard induction engine so it's gonna be interesting to see how that works too
1: yeah and of course we mentioned the new grills across the board right um, new interiors on the upper trim levels right right? Um, and then finally uh, they also updated the capability of the three liter diesel
0: before we get to that there is one more thing people need to know yeah what's up the transmission because it's only
1: one it's not the ten speed right so this two seven is the only engine that they have now with an eight speed right so So we have not had good luck with eight speeds before Mm -hmm. in the GM uh, truck lineups so I'm really hoping they either you know fix some of the uh, reliability issues or any concerns that may be, or maybe this
0: is just for one year and then they slap on the 10-speed later. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Maybe
1: it's maybe it's some sort of a supply issue on a 10-speed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm really hoping that eventually they'll just slap a 10-speed on there.
0: Yeah, the 10-speed has proven to be pretty solid by comparison. We've, we we as I said we've had issues with the 8-speed. So we're hoping that they fix this issue, whatever you know. And with the new 27 and you know that would be a big deal um, but more importantly in the future it makes sense to me to go to just one transmission like Ford basically has with, throughout their entire lineup yeah
1: and it may have to do with different things like base price mm-hmm. etc but I've, I like where there is fewer choices as far as powertrain because y- you know there are more parts available. You know, in theory, uh, it should bring just, the
0: overall cost down. Too. And eventually, it yeah. should
1: bring the cost down. Yeah. So I just don't know exactly. One
0: final th- question about this new engine. Yes? Could you imagine if they put this very powertrain inside the Colorado? Oh boy. That thing would be a beast. It would be fast too. Because Sorry, it's a I, lot fe- I
1: forgot about this. You just blew my mind again. Yeah. Um. Because that's the rumor. Cow. That's the rumor. The that's, rumor
0: is that they're going to ditch. A couple of rumors. One, one. I, I'm pretty sure they're going to get rid of the V6, and uh, a, a lot of people are saying, and maybe even the diesel. The diesel is is, yeah. is on you know life support now, and if that's the case, and if they replace it with this powertrain and it has similar numbers, it'll blow away everything else that's out there right now. Absolutely everything that's out there right now, it'll absolutely blow them away. Yeah, absolutely on costs.
1: horsepower and torque, and yeah. it'll be quicker and. Maybe even more efficient in some ways. Beast, yeah. yeah. So, so you, you, uh, this is just me guessing, but it
0: okay. seems logical.
1: So, we'll we'll talk about that when they announce the next right. one. Right, yeah. but
0: there's more.
1: Yeah, so then they changed their the trucks that are equipped with the 3-liter straight-six diesel, which mm-hmm. is the Duramax. Right. Um, they didn't change the power numbers. It's still 277 horse and 460 pound-feet of torque. It still made it to a 10-speed automatic mm-hmm. like it was. Um, they didn't change those things. What they did change is some of the packaging. So uh, the press release says they changed the packaging, and they were able to also add the max towing package to the diesel power plant truck because, you know, there are different size engines, etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera. Right. And it brings up their towing number to 13,300. 13,300 pounds. Which is, first of all, insane for a half-ton truck, anyways. And that is a
0: that's their small diesel. That's their baby diesel, basically. I mean, well, it's not. They have a smaller one, but that is the straight 6 diesel. now, uh, yeah,
1: it's 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 their it's their mid max. It's their. <laughs> We've all
0: agreed at TFL that out of all the half-ton trucks out there, that Chevy's diesel, their straight six, is one of the best ones out
1: there. It was as far as power delivery efficiency and also drivability. Uh, uh, drivability, it's better than the. Um, diesel in, mm-hmm. in, in the Ram. Yeah. Uh, Ford recently announced the discontinuation of their power stroke, uh, which was kind of underpowered in a way. Yeah, it, it, The numbers
0: didn't quite jive with what yeah. uh, you know, yeah. the uh, competition was doing.
1: But like the Ram can tow about 12,000 pounds, a little bit more than that with a diesel, mm-hmm. which is still really great yeah. result. But now Chevy just... J- leap-, leap, Leaped them. So, it's a crazy amount. And we're still a little
0: unclear as to all the things they've done in order to make this truck that capable. And we haven't drive.
1: driven this particular one with, with the higher ratings. Yeah. So as soon as we do, which should be in a, hopefully within a few months, yeah. uh, you will see it and hear it um, here. That
0: is pretty extraordinary. Uh,
1: so there you have it, guys. Now you know what the best and how the off-road trucks rate, uh, and, and also um, some of the updates on the Chevy.
0: Now I know you guys are going to scream, especially at me, and say, what about the Power Wagon? Well, the Power Wagon does care, but it's on a different list, and the same goes with... You know, the the mid-sized trucks that, you know...
1: Maybe we should do another show about that I think we should,
0: especially with some new stuff that's hitting the market. So, no, we're only talking about the half ton trucks.
1: Yeah, and stay tuned because a lot more truck news is coming. There is more Overland events, uh, hopefully planned, uh, hopefully won't get canceled. Uh, There are more truck introductions this month and next month. Um, It's still exciting times, guys. Yeah, and there's a
0: lot of new trucks that are coming over to us at TFL Truck. And we're going to be testing those trucks. And you bet, as often as we can, we're going to be doing the Ike Gauntlet and our new Tyke Ike, which is for little crossovers and SUVs. And you'll see that also in the near future.
1: There you go. As always, thanks for joining, and we'll see you next time. Cheers, guys.
2: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator.